Welcome to Daily Devotion with Ken Gurley. Devotions designed to inspire you on your daily walk with God. Each day we walk through the vital principles of the abundant life. Our Lord can do above and beyond all we ask or think. Here's your host, Ken Gurley. Photographers call it the golden hour. The time around sunrise or sunset when photographers catch their greatest, most memorable shots. If you've ever stayed near an ocean on vacation, you will see families on the beach, usually all dressed in white or some other light color, facing the rising or setting sun. The photographer captures the golden moment with some beautiful photographs. Why is that? Lighting is softer, more diffuse, warmer in hue. And to reach the object of the photograph, the family, the light must travel obliquely through the atmosphere, and it makes the object glow. Shadows are quite pronounced as a result of the sun being so close to the horizon. The golden hour becomes prime time for photographers. Racing the setting sun, some of the most beautiful photographs can be taken. Because if you're going to take the picture, you must do so before the sun goes down. Hello, this is Ken Gurley, and all this week on Daily Devotion, I'm looking to the horizon to see what we can anticipate. Thank you for joining us. Today, in Mark chapter 1, the Bible says, As the sun set, all the city came to Jesus. Isn't that powerful? All the city came to Jesus at sunset. We read that people brought the distressed, the sick, and possessed to Jesus, and he healed them all. We live in the golden hour of the church age. The shadows grow long as the sun begins to set. Ministers in the Old Testament were called seers. They were known for seeing things. I don't put myself in that category. Yet I do see some things on the horizon. First, I see a golden hour where every child of God should pull out your smartphone, your camera, and capture some meaningful moments. We are living in pivotal times, the waning moments of the sunset of time. It's hard for me to admit it, but admit it I must. The sun is indeed going down. It was in the year 1774. A futuristic story appeared in a British newspaper featuring two visitors from the Empire of America. Set in 1974, 200 years in the distant future, it followed these two American visitors as they toured the hypothetical ruins of London. Westminster Abbey had become a stable. St. Paul's Dome was collapsed and opened to the sky. Whitehall was a mere turnip field. One can imagine the shock of the average British reader. For the maximum of that day, the sun never sets on the British Empire. Two years later, in an almost prophetic way, Gibbon's decline and fall of the Roman Empire began rolling off the presses. That was the very same year the sun began to rise on America when another document was penned, opening with the words, when in the course of human events. America's star is no longer rising. It grieves me to say that. I wish it wasn't so. Yet the exalting power of righteousness 
was left behind in America long ago. When did it happen? When did we become a nation of in self we trust rather than in God we trust? As George Barnum notes, the enemy of America today is not some distant country. It's not Iraq, Iran, Afghanistan. or It's not Somalian pirates. It's the moral degradation and spiritual complacency of America. You may recall that at sunset, the prophet Daniel saw a global world in his vision. That's in Daniel 9. He saw that a revived Roman Empire would emerge in the last days. We see now a global economy, a one-world solution, a digital currency that is collapsing things around us. The gospel, though, is the good news. And that's what I fasten on now, the good news. For Jesus said, when you see those perilous times come, when you see the difficult seasons come, lift up your eyes, your redemption draws nigh. Zechariah 14, 7, one of my beloved verses, it shall come to pass that at evening time, it shall be light. The sun may be going down, but prepare for a golden hour a golden sunset. We have arrived at that brief moment when the church will glow. We weren't around for the golden hour at the church's sunrise. Simon Peter at the opening of the book of Acts said the church then was in the last days. The book of Acts records the church's golden hour at sunrise, like snapshots in a photo display. We see 120 filled with the Holy Ghost. We see 3,000 added to the church. A layman healed and 5,000 more come in. A city reached by one witnessing table waiter. A country reached by one man ministering in the desert. Asia reached. Africa, Europe. A world turned upside down. That was the church's golden hour at sunrise. This was the apostles' golden hour. That was their time, the time of Peter, James, John, and Paul, the time of Lydia and Priscilla and Mary and Martha. We now live in the last of the last days. We live in the final hour. We live in that golden hour associated with sunset. The early church had its golden hour, but this is our golden hour. In the Gospel of Mark, we notice that at sunset, the hurting came to Jesus, and they were all healed. In the sunset of time, the hurting, the wounded, are turning again to the body of Christ. As the sun sets, the spiritually in tune will not be rushing here or there. We will not be hiding in fortresses of fear We will not be building barriers between ourselves and others. We have a moment, this single moment in time, to make a difference. And as we open our hearts to the needs of those around us, you may as well pull out the cameras. Some momentous mementos will be made. Miracles will be evident in our golden hour. There will be healings at sunset, wonders at dusk, miracles in the twilight. I see these apostolic scrapbooks being formed. I can envision powerful portraits, people stretching their hands to reach to others, 
children's ministry workers growing their classes to the bursting point, student ministry leaders impacting this generation, small group leaders and prayer teams proliferating, campus groups lingering in prayer, family leaders saying, our house is aglow with the kiss of heaven. Oh, the revival is here. God will do a great work in the last moments of the church's history. While the darkness is held back, glowing testimonies will be witness. Don't wish for Simon Peter or the Apostle Paul to come back. They were chosen for sunrise. You have been chosen for sunset. You were chosen for this very hour, this moment. So the apostles of old have to step back. God is raising up a new generation. And as he was with them, he will be with us. There are, right now, under the sound of my voice, people who will do mighty exploits for God. There are in our churches across the world people who will be greatly used of God. There are people who will take Jesus into cities and countries that do not know God. Don't you want to be a part of that? I do. Don't you want to be a part of Christ's last great effort to reach the world? I do. And so let's not waste time. As the clocks tick, let the shutters click. Oh, yes. We must push forward in faith and trust that we will lay hold and claim what God wants us to do. We believe God is pouring out his spirit on all flesh. And for a glorious moment, we will see miracles. But pastor, we've tried before. I can almost hear the excuses. Yes, but the times are now cooperating with the church as never before. People sense that something momentous is happening around us. Pastor, we've labored through the day and seen nothing. Hold still, face the setting sun, and say, one more hour. I can work one more hour. But pastor, we're fatigued, we're weary to the bone. But can you give yourself to this cause? Can you lean into it for one more hour and permit God to shine his face upon you? Think about it. That night in Egypt during the Passover, if the eldest was in the house with the blood on the doorpost, at that fateful moment that the angel passed over, he was spared. If Rahab's family was in her home the day Jericho's walls collapsed, they were saved. If Noah's family managed to get in the ark the moment before the door was shut, they were saved. Am I glorying and waiting until the last moment? Am I elevating procrastination? No. But we should realize that each person saved in the golden hour will enter the kingdom at this final moment. It's their last chance. We are living in pivotal times. Do you get the picture? This is the moment to lock hands, lock hearts, lock eyes on the harvest, to fall in love again with our Lord Jesus Christ like never before, because it is almost done. The gospel now chases the setting sun, the night comes when no man can work. I was in a meeting a while back, and perhaps it was that meeting that actually gave rise to this devotion today. I was in this meeting a while back, and 
I was with a number of leaders, church leaders, pastors from across the United States, and we were in prayer. And in the midst of the prayer, someone stood up and gave a prophetic utterance. Thus saith the Lord, I will bring one last wave of revival to this world before I come. This revival will shake the world and cause the hungry to return to me. And then that gentleman standing in that audience of church leaders said these words, prepare yourself for the revival is coming. It reminded me of when Joshua and the children of Israel were preparing to cross over the Jordan. He said, sanctify yourself, prepare yourself, for tomorrow I will do wonders in your midst. Some people may be seeing all sorts of negative things and dark things coming to this world. I don't deny that. But I believe largely faith and hope choose what we focus upon. I focus upon what God is doing in these very moments. What do you see, Pastor? I will tell you what I see. I see a golden hour in our midst right now where we are going to see tremendous things happen for God. Let it happen to you. Let it happen in your family. See the Lord do mighty things in this moment. This is our golden hour. Thank you for sharing in daily devotion with Ken Gurley. We pray this ministry has been a source of encouragement and strength to you. Please be mindful that your financial support enables us to meet with you each day. To give a donation or connect with us, visit our website at cangurley.com. There you will also find the latest books, podcasts, and resources. The book on prayer is Pastor Gurley's latest book. You can get your copy of this life-changing book at cangurley.com. May God's favor rest on you in every way until we meet again.